It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Elliot joins us every Tuesday at this time, brought to us by Colonial Hyundai, the fast, easy, better way to buy a Hyundai. Shop 24-7 at ColonialHyundai.com. How you doing, Elliot? What up? How you guys doing? Good, pal. So, Elliot, let's start with Seltzer versus Kelsey. Yes. You know James really well. He is, sadly for you, one of your best friends. <laughs> um, driving to the, we're driving to the shore together tonight. tonight. Yeah. Apparently, driving down the shore he, together tomorrow. tonight, so. All right. right. It's, it it gets game. worse and worse. Um, <laughs> who is going to win tomorrow, Seltzer or Kelsey? Look, I think it's very clearly James Seltzer. How many times have we analyzed a game here, whether it be an Eagles game, Sixers, Phillies, and one of the first things, especially you, I feel like bring up quite a bit, is which team wants it more? Like, what does it matter more? And I can tell you right now, James is going to win that competition tomorrow because, A, he wants it more. But also, I've talked to multiple people that have seen James chug a beer. And, you know, like I, it starts, I'm like, oh, like, is he good at it? And the way they talk about it, it's almost like the stuff of legend. So I actually <laughs> think not only is he going to win tomorrow, I, I could see it not being close. Well, we're going to find out. I mean, it's going to be in the 9 o'clock. By the way, James, did you have to sign a waiver for this? What- I did not, no. At least not yet. I might. I will. I'm willing to sign a waiver. I mean, I wonder, Jody, like in, in radio rules, is, does he have to then abandon the show the rest of the way? Is he allowed to be on the show after having I think I'm going to show, yeah, I we've think gone through this. they'd have to prove that he yeah. was intoxicated, and we're just talking about 12 ounces, right? That's, That's right. I believe we're so. We're looking at here. I'm not, I'm not allowed on the board. Yeah, he's not allowed on the board. You know him so well. He's your there, best so. friend. Yeah. 12 fluid ounces. Is he intoxicated? Well, I was going to say, should James, should, should, should Kelsey have to sign a waiver for what's about to happen? Oh, <laughs> man, there's some trash <laughs> talking going on here. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, Elliot, let's let's get to the Eagles here. Um, Colin Cowherd basically saying the, uh, you know, hey, Eagles fans, it's not going to be easy at all. Uh, you yeah. got a good team, but but slow your roll down. What's your reaction to what he said? I think he's correct. And it's something I've been saying uh, for a few months ever since, you know, kind of previewing the next season began. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, but they are dealing with a challenge no other team in the NFC is dealing with, and that's a challenge of going back. There's a reason no team in the NFC that lost the Super Bowl has gone back since, I think, the 70s. It's, in- it's incredibly hard to do, and we've seen this organization itself struggle to do it. In, tw- in 2005, I know that's a long time ago, but 2005, they come in, all the expectations in the world, that season's a disaster. 2018, they come back. I thought they would win the Super Bowl that year. Uh, Carson Wentz was coming back, and, and that season was also a disaster. They save it a little bit at the end, but it, but that's a disaster overall of the season. So it's incredibly hard to do. I think this team is better set up than the 2018 team was because they have Jalen, and he's not coming off an ACL injury. 
But, yeah, if you had to say who do I think is going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, the Eagles or the field, I think the field is the obvious choice there. Elliot, true or false? By the way, the answer is true. True or false, a Jalen Hurts injury is the greatest threat to the 2023 Eagles. I mean, you could say that for every single team in the in the NFL. I, I think all teams go in. You know, you could say that for the Chiefs, right? The sure. biggest threat to the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, but I say it more for the Eagles because their quarterback takes more hits than the Chiefs quarterback. I don't know if that's definitely oh, true. Oh, he does. Come, I mean, on, come, is, on, Mahomes, come on. Mahomes has dealt with injuries, too, and I'd be curious to see. But, I, but overall, no, I guess I would also say the answer to that is probably false. I think the biggest threat to this team next year is the turnover on the coaching staff. I, we've seen again and again that's the toughest thing head coaches have to deal with. I think Brian Johnson is going to be a good coordinator. I, I've been impressed by Sean Desai the times I've met him. But last year, this team was maybe the best coach team in the NFL up until the Super Bowl, when clearly that, that didn't happen. But switching both over both coordinators, other teams adjusting to what they did last year, I think that's the biggest threat. Here's where I have my concern, Elliot. And Brian Johnson, we know, has got a great relationship with Jalen Hurts, uh, and he's a well-respected coach. Calling plays at Florida is not the same as calling plays <laughs> in the National Football League. Yeah. And Shane Steichen was outstanding at it. Outstanding. Are we going to have that same mixture? I'm not worried about the relationship between you and the quarterback. They'll be on the same page. But just calling the right play at the exact right time, the way that Steichen did, uh, it's hit or miss that Brian Johnson can get even close to that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, this time last year, I didn't think Steichen was going to, to do a good job. And he obviously turned out to, be, to do a phenomenal job last year. And that's why he's a head coach right now. The Eagles will tell you, I think, that because Sirianni runs the offense, he designs the offense, uh, you know, during the week they pick, you know, a handful of plays for each spot, that maybe it's not as big of a deal as, as losing the defensive coordinator because that's a, you know, he basically runs that side of the ball. But you are right. I mean, Shane Steichen did an outstanding job last year. But I think it also just speaks to what the reality is, is last year everything went right for the Eagles, like pretty much everything. They could win the Super Bowl this year, and up until that, the, the game is over in the Super Bowl, it's unlikely to be as good of a year as it was last year. And that, that's one of the, the risks going into the season. I think it's also something where fans need to reset their expectations. This is unlikely going to be as good of a season as, as last year, just because it's going to be almost impossible to do so with everything they accomplished. Elliot, yesterday Ruben Frank said he thinks the, the Cowboys are a greater threat to the Eagles than the Niners. I hadn't heard anyone else say that. Are we sleeping on the Cowboys a bit? Oh, absolutely. I, I don't even consider the Niners a threat until they, they get a quarterback. How many teams do we look around each year and go into the season? Yeah, they're a great team, but they don't have a quarterback. Like, we never do that. The Niners have to figure out who the most important player on their roster is. So I don't consider the Niners a threat until we see what they do at quarterback. The Cowboys, on when, the other uh, hand. Let, let, me, let me interject. When you say figure out what to do with the you just mean will Brock Purdy be healthy enough to play? Or how good he well, is, right? Or right? Yeah, well, no. that's part of it. You think he's, he's legit? I think he's absolutely legit. I think he's second best quarterback in the NFC. Whoa! I, I think that's crazy. Whoa! <laughs> that is, that is a second best quarterback in the NFC. Check Whoa. the numbers. Look at the numbers. He's played like eight games or ten games or whatever it was. Wow. Okay, Elliot, go ahead. And Jalen Hurts had not no, played ten, and he took a major step up. Purdy took a an expect. I think the National Football League in general, sports fans, reporters, everybody else are still holding against him because he's Mr. Irrelevant. 
Oh, this guy can't be that good. He was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the draft. Who cares? Once you get on the field, you're now a National Football League player. It doesn't matter. People talk about all his resume. Are you going to discount the surgery that he's got to come back from that? That's what I'm saying. The only question I have is his injury, not is he good enough. He's going to be the 49ers starting quarterback as soon as he's healthy enough to do so. And, yes, I have respect for his game so far that I would call him the second-best quarterback in the NFC. Elliot, what's your reaction? Go ahead. Well, I would say that I disagree. And I, look, it's never a good side to disagree with Jody. But I will say that if you look at how he played in the playoffs, he was bad against Dallas. He had two interceptions dropped. They didn't score a ton of points. I think he regressed as the season went on. And, you know, yes, the surgery is a major part of this. You, you, know, you can say, well, besides the surgery, he literally had surgery on his throwing arm. So I, I think that that's a major part of it. But, but that aside, Dallas last year, if you look at how everything went right for the Eagles, the Eagles were unable to clinch the division until the final quarter of the final game. And you can't just look over that. The Eagles are in the toughest division. I think Dallas is extremely close to them in a lot of ways. I think the Eagles are better. But if we're going to say the Eagles are a 10 out of 10, I think the, Eagle, uh, the, the Cowboys are right there at an 8. So I, I think, yeah, without question to me, the, the Cowboys are, are the tougher team. Not to does, mention they've been unable to win in Dallas, which is a huge part of this. Does Purdy's 131.5 quarterback ranking against Seattle in the playoffs not count? No, Seattle wasn't a good team. We know Seattle wasn't that good. The first real competition they played, he struggled. Elliot, let's get to the Sixers. And one. they got to make a decision in four days. They've probably already made the decision. What is your prediction, Elliot? Is James Harden going to be back? And what will the terms of the contract be if he's back? Yeah, I think this is playing out perfectly for the Sixers. If you would have said before this, before the offseason began, my prediction, I would have said probably Mike D'Antoni is the coach to make James Harden happy, and we're probably looking at a max deal for Harden. Now, they didn't hire Harden's coach. I think they got the best coach out there. And I think when the numbers come out for James Harden with the Sixers, you're probably looking at two years, $70 million, two years, maybe maybe 80 if they want to give him a little bit of a raise for an emotional boost. I don't think the market's out there. I don't think Houston uh, wants him as much as we all thought. And I don't think the Sixers are going to be willing to go a long-term big money deal. So I could picture it being a one-and-one one where it's a player option the second year. Maybe he gets two years plus a player option. I'd be surprised, but maybe. But ultimately, I don't think the money is going to wow. be as big as everyone works. Well, I don't want a second year, but I will say this. I at least like your scenario more than what I'm fearing, which is three years and a hundred and you know, thirty well, million. Just real quick, I would say the second year is actually advantageous for the Sixers because then he becomes a trade asset on a massive deal. So I, I get your point about not wanting to commit yeah. long to him. But if it's two years, it's kind of really just a one year deal. All right, Ellie, let me, one other no, see here's why you're wrong. Tobias Harris deal ends next year. So if he goes yeah. two years, you don't clear cap space. Right. You're still not a player. Yeah. You have but, to but, do a one-year deal so that his and Tobias's contracts end at the same time and you're actually a player in free agency. I agree. Yeah, but most stars are traded in the NBA. They're not signed, right? So if, you, if you're able to trade hard and next year on an expiring with a big money deal, I think you're more likely to acquire a star that way than you are in free agency. Mm. Elliot, one other Sixers financial question. I hate it. It all comes back to finances these days, but – there's a topic no one has talked about. They have to make a decision with Tyrese Maxey. Are they just offering him the max? Or are they actually going to negotiate and say, no, like, I, look, man, we like yeah. you, but, like, we're not just going to give you the max just because you're a nice guy and you're a pretty darn good player. Like, in this new CBA where it's really punitive if you got multiple max dudes, how do you think they play? Because he's now going to be eligible. How do they play this? 
it's interesting you bring up the word negotiation because I do think there is an advantage to an extent for Tyrese Maxey to potentially wait a year. I think this year in the offense, he's going to get much more responsibility. I think you're going to see him shoot a lot more than he did last year. So there's a chance his numbers are much better in a year than they were last year. I think if he signed the deal now, he's not getting the max deal. I believe his max is maybe up close to $200 million, maybe a little less than that. I think he, if he signed today, would probably get more of the Tyler Hero deal, which is around $120 million. And look, I'm not going to tell him to turn down $120 million. But I think it could benefit both sides to wait a year. The Sixers, they don't have to commit this year. But also for, for Tyrese, I think he's set for a breakout year. And then maybe this time next year, he is looking at a much bigger contract. Elliot, final thing. Give me an answer here. Tomorrow when Travis Kelsey is on the show, in addition to Jason Kelsey with, with all of us, mm-hmm. how much do you think we'll have to deal with Travis Kelsey talking smack about the Super Bowl? Or will he, for lack of a better way to put it, just kind of be kind to all of us? Well, I think he will be kind, but I also know that from looking at Jason and Travis's podcast, like they're, they're showmen, they're entertainers. So I definitely think Travis will come. He was on Saturday Night Live. I think he will come in and probably have some good nature fun, good nature pokes at it. And I'm sure Eagles fans won't like it, but I, I think he will be nice tomorrow is, is my overall guess. Seltzer, get ready to punch Travis Kelsey. Oh, no problem. I'm all over yeah, that. Yeah. That, that's my job. You'll punch Travis. It'll all be right. quite the day. I don't even know if I could reach him with my, you know, so much more. So, so wait, let me get this straight. James is out chugging one Kelsey and punching out the other. <laughs> Correct. Okay. What a day for me. Have we put Seltzer yeah. on just a little too big of a podium? Yes, here? Jody. I'm just yes, wondering. we have, buddy. Yes. Well, it's either it's either Rhea or me. The other choices, and uh, we're Elliot. And I, I'm, I'm no, taking... no one wants me chugging or punching. <laughs> yeah. Me. All right, Elliot. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Talk to you guys soon. All right.